The Rolex work. Woo-hoo. Diamond ring work. Woo-hoo. Kiss stealing. Woo-hoo. Wheeling, dealing. Woo-hoo. Limousine riding. Woo-hoo. Jet flying. Woo-hoo. Son of a gun. Woo-hoo. And I'm having a hard time holding these alligators down. Yeah. Now give me two claps and a rick. Woo! <laughs> 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 Good day and good night. Welcome to the High and Low Basketball Podcast. This is episode number 100 and Kwame, a.k.a. episode number 138. 38 was the number worn by Kwame Brown, a player widely regarded as the biggest draft bust in NBA history. Arguably the biggest draft bust. I say arguably because uh, there are at least a handful of other names that could hold that title, depending on, on the era in which a person might have started watching the game. Some would put Anthony What's-His-Face, um, Anthony Bennett, in that slot. <laughs> but uh, but I think the term draft bust assumes that there was high, a high expectation at a certain point. Maybe, you know, a high, a high ceiling for that player. Kwame Brown... I don't, I don't know how high the ceiling or the expectations were for, for him, um, but going number one back in 01 and Anthony Bennett getting picked number one, I think he was picked uh, number one overall back in 2013. I, I don't know. Those were more puzzling than anything else, but Greg Oden would be a better example because no one really batted an eyelash when he was drafted ahead of Kevin Durant. Um, I think... He was looked upon as a, as a lock at the time. Uh, but, you know, hey, that conversation is for another episode. We have a different topic or different topics to discuss on this one. My name is Ike Machian. We have half a full house on this episode. I'm joined by the special guest, Stephen Wesley, Mitch Orsati, a.k.a. Sir Mitch of House Orsati. And around here, we live by a principle governed by the high and low lives of the world, which means we talk about basketball, especially and specifically the NBA. And we talk about it anytime, anywhere, north, south, east, west, high and low. This week on the show, we're talking about NBA superstars or NBA stars, uh, but we're getting oxymoronic and diving into the worst stars, the worst superstars, uh, the players sitting at the bottom of that golden barrel. We're also going to talk about the inflation in scoring, the NBA's scoring boom this season. Uh, stay tuned for that conversation. Stay tuned for both of those conversations. Before we lock in, let's get into it. Let's check in. So, Happy New Year's, boys. Uh, it's been a minute. It's happy a minute. New Year. Mm-hmm, to you as well. Second episode of the year, but you're first. So, so how were the holidays, man? I haven't had a chance to, to, to talk to you guys about this. Holidays were expensive for me. Oh, mm. my God. Me too. <laughs> All yeah. right, for the both of us. <laughs> Gosh, spend so much money. That's sad. I think that's 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 what happens, huh? Yeah, that's it. And then they come back and they're like, "Well, a bunch of people were laid off after January." I saw. Oof. Was it Amazon? Was it Amazon and Salesforce? Amazon laid off yeah. seventeen thousand. Salesforce eight thousand. <sighs> it's crazy times we're living in. I went to see Dave Chappelle. That was uplifting. Other than that. I mean, hey, Dave Chappelle during the holidays, man. What beats it? I'll tell you. I'll tell you what. Can oh. I tell you what beats it? <laughs> what beats it? I went to a I went to a trampoline park uh, mm-hmm. with my child, and I was dunking all over the place in the basketball area 
of the trampoline park. So much fun. Look at this guy. I've seen people like you. <laughs> Excuse me, small child. Give me that ball right now. <laughs> Were you dunking on kids that weren't even your own? Look, if the kid got in the way, then, you know, I'm not to blame for that. I'm dunking. Move. <laughs> That's good. crazy. This guy thought he was Zion. <laughs> Putting on a John Morant jersey to say, all right, kids, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, trampoline parks are fun, man. Uh, until you Until you hurt yourself. It would have felt like a cesspool. Yeah, I'd, we were the only one masked up, and uh, yeah, no one got hurt. So that was something. I'd say they, uh, when you're of a certain age, if you can walk away from a trampoline park without, you know, tearing an ACL or worse, then you just you say thank you. Yeah, say my uh, you. knees and groin hurt the next day for sure, what on account of being old. What do you mean, what was oh. I doing? I was jumping very high. Oh, all right. How does that affect your groin? That's what I'm saying. What was he doing? Because <laughs> you get into like a pretty deep squat when you jump on trampoline, right? Like, and then you mm-hmm. propel yourself up. Deep squat. I, I'm, <laughs> I'm picturing you jumping on a trampoline, Bro, getting like, into it. So, I was so deep squat when you land? Yeah, exactly. And then you push. Wow. You're a pro. Uh-huh. Uh, hey. Maybe that's why he didn't get hurt. That's why some of those kids got hurt. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, <laughs> hey, another week, another episode. Actually, hold on. Wait, wait, wait. Steven, Mitch, I appreciate your time this week. Oh. I really do. <laughs> Thank you for joining me. I thought this was the year where you don't enjoy our time. No, mm. always. Okay. Always, man. Then change my name. I'm tired of being special guest. Oh, you don't you don't want that to be your your nickname? I want to be the guest. Oh, okay. I, I'm the different guest. now. The guest. Okay, so the guest, Stephen, Leslie, and Sir Mitch of House Rosati. Uh, I appreciate your time this week. Thank you both for joining me, listeners. Thank you for joining us for yet another installment of the program. Uh, another week, another episode, more NBA. So, of course, more high and low this week. In NBA history, we officially entered the era of the 40-piece. On January 9th, 1947, Dino Martin, or Patrick Donald Martin to his mother, well, he became the first player in the NBA to score 40 points in a game as he led the Providence Steamrollers to a win over the Cleveland Rebels. No, this game was not played in an alternate universe where people drink Pepsi and Superman was the man of iron. Uh, Providence once had an NBA team, yes. Uh, Well, actually, technically, they had a team in the BAA, which became the NBA. And Cleveland had a team called the Rebels. Thank goodness for rebranding. Fun fact, there were two Dino Martins in the NBA at the time. One Dino was... Uh, James Donald Martin, who's a 6'7 big who played for the St. Louis Bombers, uh, never scored more than 14 points in the game. The other Dino was our 40-point guy in Providence, a 5'8", 160-pound soaking wet guard. 5'8"? Uh, 5'8", wow. dropped 40. <laughs> dropped 40 on the Rebels. 5'8", <laughs> 160 pounds, crazy. Uh, so rumor has it, that uh, when Dino the Small scored 40 on January 9th, Dino the Big 
started getting calls from friends and family congratulating him. His ex-girlfriend reached out, uh, wanted to have coffee and rekindle. Uh, his sixth grade gym teacher wrote him a letter apologizing for calling him useless. Uh, but this is just a rumor. Just a rumor. Probably not true, but who knows? So and anyway, can you imagine if someone with your same name accomplishes something so great and, and amazing that you start getting messages and DMs from people who think you're the one who did it? Would you take the glory or would you be honest? Oh, I like the opposite end of that where you're share a name with like a terrible congressperson or a senator and you just get crushed on Twitter all the time and you're just like, what? Come on, I'm not I'm not that person. <laughs> it's like the um I don't know if you guys watched the show Slow Horses on um Apple TV Plus. But there's a producer or writer on that show, Will Smith. Uh, he's actually Oof. very prolific. He's he's been doing this stuff for years in the UK. British writer, and yeah, I'm sure he he he's received a few uh, after the slap. But um, yeah, Dino Martin, forty piece. Anyway, that's a little something for the NBA history nerds. Uh, things are certainly happening in the NBA today, so let's talk about it. Let's talk about something important. So, gentlemen. We've uh, witnessed quite the scoring boom in the league this season. Uh, we got Donovan Mitchell who scored 71 points in a game on a night that saw Clay Thompson score 54. In fact, Mitchell's 71 is the highest since Kobe's 81 versus the Raptors on January 22nd, 2006. Just want to make that clear. It was January 22nd. Giannis followed that up with a 55-point night of his own. I think he had a 40-20 game somewhere in there, which I don't think has been done since Wilt Chamberlain. Uh, I, I think it was a 40-20-10. 40-20-10, insane. Like, and that's the thing. That's just the, the scoring is half the half the story here. Uh, we had Luca who logged the first ever 60.20 rebound triple double. What did you say? Just around the same time. I mean, it's been an, an explosion, but it's been happening all season. We're at the halfway mark of this season, and we already have six games in which uh, a player scored at least 55 points. And that's an NBA record. Halfway. We're just only halfway. Uh, we've seen 14 players score at least 50 points in a game, and we saw 19 in all of last season. Um, at the time of this recording, we had five players that are averaging 30 or more. And we got KD, Kevin Durant, averaging 29.9 followed by LeBron and Donovan Mitchell averaging 29. Um, we haven't seen more than three players averaging more than 30 in any single season since 1963. Uh, and the points are just, again, it's just a portion of the equation. Um, but let's just focus on the scoring. It's been fun to watch. So which of this season's many incredible scoring performances impressed you the most? Um... So, like, as you guys know, I like disrespect. So, I'm not letting these guys off the hook. And the performance that impressed me the most was Jordan Poole with 32 points and getting ejected with nine minutes left on Christmas Day. And that's because Memphis Grizzlies talked so much crap in this offseason. You had Jaw with Twitter fingers on Twitter. Dylan Brooks jumped in saying he wants to strap up Clay. And then, as Kendrick Perkins said, Dylan Brooks came to a gunfight with a damn spoon. You guys got disrespected on Christmas Day. Steph Curry didn't even play. Andrew Wiggins didn't play. 
and they got destroyed. It was always like a 10 to 15 point game. And you're telling me that Poole, who's like their bench guy, I guess, who's now inserted in the starting lineup, is eating you guys and you guys can't stop him. Even Clay chucked in too, but it was just, it was good to see. And I just like that they shoved it to them on the national stage because they begged for this matchup. They wanted this. We're going to be on your house Christmas Day. Bet this and that. Liar! Man, it was a pool party and bro, I thoroughly <laughs> enjoyed it. Just sit, sitting back, had sorrow, if you guys know what that is, and just <laughs> laughed. Like, look at these clowns. And even before the the, the game, you had Jaw talking to um, uh, I forgot her name. Um... Oh yeah, that's right. Brooks? There was nobody, nobody in the West, right? In the West that he fears, man. You say that and all that offseason stuff, and then you guys get stomped. And even Draymond put out a good performance too, because he had like double double and rebounds and assists, and just played defense while you guys are in foul trouble. Your best bigs out, and Jaw's just doing his jaw thing. So I'm not saying it's selfish, but he did his jaw thing. Well, I I took a similar uh, tack. Steven, that's why I thought we would have the same one, but we have different ones. Um, but before we get to that, this scoring outburst is crazy. So, so mm-hmm. impressive. So many dominant performances. And I-, I wanted to ask both of you, do you, do you have an idea of what one of the biggest driving factors might be in why we're seeing so many of these? Me personally, some of the scoring that I'm seeing, I'm looking at the opponent, t- the opponents, and I'm like, yo, they're doing it against weaker opponents so like i think luca when he did his against the knicks i'm like is this a thing you said beforehand hey guys i'm gonna go out and try my hardest and i want to get like a good stat line because then when i saw him pascal had 52 against the knicks too (laughs) right like when i saw him against like boston they got whooped and he didn't put none of those numbers up so i'm like i don't know but it is happening but i me personally i like to see those kind of performances against each other you know when Mm -hmm. we used to see that back in the day or like LeBron versus Melo, Kobe versus LeBron, and they're going at right, it, and those right. numbers are crazy. The biggest factor in all of this is that mm. offenses are just so good right now. Like the, mm. from schemes to players to the rules that we've got right now. Like I think eliminating the uh, clear path, instituting mm. that it's a clear path foul right away. There's no more take foul. Like now there's tr- tons of transition buckets. Like offenses are just elite. Elite defenses are like the best defense in the league holds teams to 109, 109. Yeah. Like that's, that's crazy. Insane. That's the best defense in the league is holding someone to 109. It's yeah. just, it's just too good. Anyways, I just wanted to get through that. My pick, I, I want to first mention some that I'm going to eliminate and why. So Donovan Mitchell is out and Luca is out. Cause both of those guys went to OT. So that's extra time. <laughs> <laughs> what? They, they're, they're, they're gone. They're gone. <laughs> they're gone. That's too much. That's too much extra time. Embiid's fifty-eight points out. He babied his way to twenty-five free throw trips. Gone. Oh no! Come on. That man. leaves three. Three in my books. Booker with fifty-eight. Giannis and AD with fifty-five. So to your point, Stephen, Giannis and AD got their fifty-five against Washington. Trash. They're out. Book had fifty-eight against the Pelicans in the Heat of that Pelicans rivalry. And that mm. is why for me, same, same as you, the disrespect he did it. He only got to the line 15 times and he dropped 58. That's the one for me. Hmm. I guess. Yeah, I will say, yeah, because Zion did dunk and then got them all. Heated. Yeah. That was the game next. That was the next yeah. game. 
Yeah. He got they got disrespected in their books, mm-hmm. and then book came out, and they won that game too. Hmm. Well, Sean would be upset because he didn't see Luca. He has Luca. That's his okay. Mouth. Lucas was impressive, and then he did that silly little hand dance, which I was like, eh, minus points. Lucas begging. Whoa, I don't know. I don't wow. know what he's begging for though. Say, so I was I just gonna say for what. I don't know. Like, does he want MVP? I'm like, it's not gonna work. You ain't gonna get it. So I don't know. He might. According to Basketball Good. Reference, he's second right now in MVP. Yeah, yeah but the serious matchups, these teams getting destroyed. And then I think they're trying to trade uh, Woods because they can't give him a contract. So Oh, they should not. He's their second best player. Yeah. They're, they no? can't agree on a contract. So we'll see what happens to their uh, mm. roster. A second that half guy's of weird. I don't understand him. His whole career has been so strange. Very strange guy. He is their second best player, but yeah, he's. I don't know how much we're going to get for him because I think two of the teams that are in in probably the best position to give Dallas anything of worth are teams that he's played for. Right. So 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 Detroit and Houston. Yeah, exactly. Like, so I don't know what they're going to really get in return. Right. uh, Christian Wood. Well, they're not looking for draft picks. They want someone to help right they need help mm-hmm. that team stinks outside of luca how, how does dallas find themselves in this position every year year in and year there's out? a trend every year what's the trend in except, that year except once luca well no even when even when dirk was yeah, yeah. they get lucky once a year. i think i said this a couple when we were doing the song one the song podcast okay scoring boom uh anyway it feels like a good time to take a break so when we come back We're looking at the worst of the best. We'll be right back with more High and Low. We are back. I'm Mike Amici, and I'm here with Sir Mitch of House Orsati, or or Mitch Orsati, if you like to say that. And uh, the guest, Stephen Leslie. How's that, Stephen? Is that good? That sounds sick. Yes. The guest, Stephen Leslie. Have you guys watched the movie, The Guest? No. With Dan Stevens? No. Oof. Gotta watch that. It's, I won't even spoil anything. It's just, it's a fun ride. It's a fun ride. Visceral. Visceral ride, but but fun. Uh, (laughs) Anyway, uh, we're talking about basketball. And uh, so many of the great performances uh, we've watched this season, as we were talking about in the last segment, well, they've been courtesy of the players, of players that, that could be or are certainly considered uh, stars or superstars in this league. Uh, you know, players that consistently dazzle the crowd night in and night out. They put up great numbers more often than not. They're rewarded for their great play with accolades like all NBA selections and individual awards like the uh, Jerry West Award, uh, things like that. Uh, they propel their, their teams into the playoffs. They win, which is very important. The definition of a superstar can be considered subjective. Uh, you know, your opinion on the number of superstars in the league versus stars, that, uh, that could be subjective. Uh, so for the purpose of this conversation, let's look at the top stars, the players that have made all NBA teams last year, of course, uh, the guys who are performing at a high level this season, statistically, uh, so feel free to refer to the ESPN rankings if you need to. Um, and instead of focusing on the players at the top of this cadre of elite players, let's look at the bottom 
of that diamond crested platinum plated barrel of super hoopers. Um, I, I want to look at the worst, the worst player in your top 25 players in the NBA. But before we get to this player, let's share the other four players in your bottom five, uh, 21 to 24, essentially. So who wants to go first? Okay. Before anybody goes, I think it's important to, if we're using last year's all NBA selection as the basis for our top 15, Mm -hmm. then I think it's important to talk about some players who are in that last year, all NBA. You want to list them off or should I, I'll go quick. I mean, I can, I can quickly say 13. We had Carl Anthony Towns, LeBron James, Pascal Siakam, Chris Paul, Trey Young. Second team was Joel Embiid, Kevin Durant, DeMar DeRozan, John Morant, uh, Steph Steph. Curry. And then first team, we had Nikola Jokic, Giannis Antetokounmpo, Jason Tatum, Luka Doncic, and Devin Booker. I love Devin Booker, man. Wow. You better not be in anybody's bottom five. No, definitely not. I would hope not. Jeez. (laughs) So go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. So that's good. That's good to know. So, Steven, you mind if I jump in here? No, go ahead, because I only got four. Okay, good. So <laughs> so I, you said 25. That's 15 at our top. So I, I want to round out my top 10 or my bottom 10, I suppose. But these guys aren't necessarily in the bottom. They just weren't all NBA players last year, and I feel like they're top players this year. So nice. in, gotcha. in no particular order, Zion, Donovan Mitchell, Jimmy Butler, Shea Gilgis-Alexander, um, Tyrese Halliburton, Damian Lillard, Paul George, Jalen Brown, James Harden, and DeMontis Sabonis is my bottom 10. With Ooh, with DeMontis Sabonis. I'll get into that a little bit later, but I, I want to throw out an honorable mention here, one that I didn't think that I would ever be doing, but honorable mention to Anthony Davis, who has played more games than Harden at this point and been better than Harden to this point, mm-hmm. but he might... He might miss the rest of the year. Who knows? He's going to miss a ton more games. And, you know, if it weren't for the injuries story of his career, he'd be in my top 10. But yeah. you just can't be if you play 25 to 35 games a year. Just can't. Same with Kawhi. He's not in my 25 for the same reason. Didn't he damage his ankle in midair? Yeah, it was a non. It was the most non-contact injury possible. He didn't even make contact Strange. with the floor. Just like... Yeah. It didn't make any sense. Strangest thing I've ever seen. Not like zero. It makes no sense. The man just like. I've given up on him. He just stretched his leg a little bit. He's going to miss a full year almost. Like, I don't understand. It's not funny, I guess. But like, at this point, it's comical that it's, you know, continues to go on. Anyways, I wanted to get that out of the way. Um, Great list, though. Thank you. Thank you. Start starting with twenty one. Who's twenty one on, on both of your lists? So this is the bottom five that I think make the twenty five, right? Bottom five, yeah. Bottom five, yeah. Twenty one through twenty five. Like, I think eleven through twenty. I mean, that's all subjective. Yeah, you, know, you can like, make I arguments. You can make arguments, yeah. But the, this bottom five, this twenty one to twenty four. First, let's yeah. go with those guys. Like, who, who, you guys can go back and forth if you want with the twenty one, twenty one. 21. Uh, 21. Man, right. hey, hold on, hold on, Steven. Yeah, Greatest boy, boy. tweet of all time from 21 Savage the other day. He said, I just want to live to 2121. A shout out to that guy. That's great. That's a good life goal. <laughs> oh, 
Oh boy. Well, he's past it. Mm. No, he wants to live to the year twenty one twenty one. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. Oh man. Okay, give oh, me your yeah. give me your number twenty one. My number twenty one. Yeah. Uh Pascal Siakam. Boom. Bam. Bop. Bada bop boom. Yo, believe me. This <laughs> guy. <laughs> I just feel like uh he missed some games earlier on, but he's progressing and he's a good player. And he's probably the Raptors' best player. Um not probably. He is, right? Definitely. He is the Raptors' yeah, best player. Absolutely. Um and that shows a lot if he can be the top twenty best player. Sorry, 21st okay. best player in the NBA. That's you're going to have to talk after. I need to hear who you have. I need to hear your no. your, your top 10 to, to 20. I need to know. Later. We don't need to do it now, but I call bullshit on all that. Anyways. Um, hey, 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 listen. First of all, did I call this? I called it. Yes, I you did. This? I said it. This guy. So. And Steven's like, oh, we're friends. Everything's great. Yo. <laughs> Guy, even line guy, you up, man. Why do you always a fool? I know he did. He so did. damn genuine. <laughs> I hate you. I hate. I hate you. Oh man, oh, this guy. God. Off the bat, you off the I rip. Know. You didn't even wait. You could, man. Hey, you know what? But hey, listen, it's an improvement. I mean, he was thirty uh, going into the season. That's not an improvement. That's nonsense. Twenty-one. Good lord. Okay, I'm gonna go with mine. <clears throat> I've got uh, Jimmy Butler at twenty-one. Um, hmm. Father Time, I think, is just starting to catch up a little bit. And he's always been kind of regular season, not great. But he's still playing locked in defense. He's averaging 2.2 steals this year. And I know that when it comes down to it, when Miami needs Jimmy Butler to be Jimmy Butler, which is generally in the playoffs, that he's he's going to be higher than 21. But for this, the purpose of this exercise, he's 21st for me. Hey, and again, this is the bottom... Yeah, the bottom a, of the grate. Of a diamond-crested, platinum-plated barrel. So these guys are still in good company. So we don't, necessarily, we don't necessarily need to get upset that a, a guy like I'm upset. Pascal or <laughs> I'm upset. Jimmy Butler. All right. <laughs> it's because Pascal's closer to 10 than he is to 20. That's why I'm upset. Okay, but he's 21. Yeah, which is wrong. <laughs> All right. Incorrect. Incorrect. Okay, so who, who do you have at who do you have at twenty two? <laughs> twenty two. Mitch might want to have a conversation with me about this as well. I got Kyrie Irving at twenty two. Yeah. Wow. That's too high, but okay. It's that's more reasonable. That is more reasonable. <laughs> oh, I will give it's you more that. reasonable. This it isn't is. Mitch's <laughs> list. Not your Christmas list. I'm just. <laughs> I'm just saying. That's all. So why? Uh, why do you have Kyrie? Kyrie's there? playing phenomenal after he finished his own comeback to the NBA list. That he had to uh, do in, earlier on in the regular season, um, his team's doing well while he's there, and they've just turned the switch. And I think it's because of him. He's locked in. He locked in, and he came oh, to Toronto like- and gave us a little game winner. Bah! You like that? Don't say eh? don't don't say us. Don't say us. Get out of here. <laughs> don't say us. Y'all, y'all. <laughs> okay, you'll love my number twenty-two. I got Damian Lillard. Um, Another year, another offensive showing from a guy who probably won't win a single award outside of All-Star or All-NBA for the remainder of his career. Kudos. Number 22. Next. Wow. Wow. So so who's at 23? 23 for me. Uh, I had Dame Lillard at 23. Okay. And 
There's not much to say. It's the same thing every year. Yeah, exactly. Same, literally no the same difference. thing every year. Every year yeah. is the same. He just he, he likes his greatest hits, so he just keeps going back to him. But did he have yes. any this year? I don't know. He's averaging he's averaging like twenty seven. It's pretty good. See, it's the same it's thing every year. I know, but he's they're averaging losing. this. They're, he's yeah. have game Dame time. Dame time. Dame time. It didn't that work out. for Dame time. The summer when he's not in the playoffs. That's Dame time. Wow. Wow. <laughs> wow. Look at you getting in there. You sound like Steven. I'm, so, I just, I'm bored. I'm so bored of talking about Damian Lillard. <laughs> like, I have to talk about him because he is top 25. I don't think there's any argument about that. But just like do something else. Go, go play for another team. You're not winning. You're not going to win in Portland. It's over. It's finished. Yeah. So who do you have at 23? Okay, I got Sabonis. I got Demonis Sabonis at 23. And before y'all mm-hmm. freak out, Sabonis is leading the league in rebounding. He's the like catalyst for this rejuvenated Kings team. He plays like 40 minutes a game. He's averaging 19, 12, and 7 on 62% from the field, 42% from three, and 75 from the free throw line. That's insane. He belongs That's- in this list. So those are some good numbers. That's that's impressive. And Sacramento's winning. Like it's not just like empty numbers on a bad team. So is De'Aaron Fox higher on your list? It's not on my list. Sabonis is a far better player than De'Aaron Fox is. You said far better. Yeah, he is. He does more. He just does more. You said it's not just scoring. How many minutes ago? Right? Like it's not just scoring. Yeah. Yeah. Sabonis does a lot. Takes a bonus off that team, and it's just Fox. They're in the bottom. I mean, far better is is a wild statement to make. Yeah, I probably got better. Fox. Okay, sure, fine. That's subjective too. But like, I have, if I had to think about it, I probably got Fox outside of the top 30. Like he's not in the next tier for me. Uh, yeah, I probably have those guys on the in the top 30, maybe just slightly outside of the 30. But hey, it's your list. 23. 23. Okay, Steven, what yeah. do you got? 24. Uh, 24, this might be a little biased because um, I like this player. Um, I was going to go Jimmy too, but I said, nah, I'm going to go with Clay. The only thing with Clay is I think like he he's mean, he's a meaningful piece to his team. And For sure. when we see the rest of the games, if he goes to like 82 games at the end of the season, his numbers are relatively the same as they've always been, except for shooting percentage. Yep. He's always been like a 20-point scorer. I said the highest was like 22. Right now he's at 20 and mm-hmm. three and two. So he's doing the same thing. He exploded recently with like a 54 point game. But I know some guys are out there like, you know, getting more rebounds, assists, more points. But Clay's points are just, they mean more for the goal of what his team is supposed to do and what they might accomplish. And I'm like, if he was top 10, 15 for the past how many years, I'm not going to kick him out the, the top 25. So he's still mm. in over like a Jimmy because like what Jimmy's numbers have been whatever. But what has that accomplished? Not not the same thing that Clay accomplishes. So I'm not going to kick him out of the top 25. Wow. I got De'Aaron Fox higher than Clay Thompson. I'll tell you that. Yeah, I know you would. That's what I said. Like his numbers might be better, but what is Sacramento? It's Sacramento. Uh, better not doing better record than Golden State. But in the end, of, okay, for now. But when we go through playoffs... And the rest of the season, I guarantee you, I don't want to say guarantee, but yeah, I'll guarantee it. Golden State Warriors are going to do better than the Sacramento Kings. And it's just, it's just meaningful 
points and his addition to yeah, that team. I, so I think that's an interesting weird. way to look at it. Yeah, it's okay. like I I think from a pure you know statistics outlook, Clay is definitely not a top twenty five guy. But you're right. He, you take Clay off of there, you know the gravity that he brings and like mm-hmm. he he is extremely important. I don't know if that's what this list is, but I can see your argument for sure. All right, you guys, what's next? Okay, so for my number 24, is that where we're at? 24? Yeah. Yeah. Clay, was your 24? Yes, sir. Okay, so here's where, like, I'm taking the previous all-NBA players, and I'm not excluding them from this top 25 list. I got DeMar DeRozan at 24. Um, I think one could argue that DeMar shouldn't be in the top 25 with how terrible Chicago is and how predictably bad he is on defense, but he's averaging like 27 on 50% shooting and the guy like lives at the mid range. So he must be very, very good. And I, I don't know. I feel, I feel comfortable with him being anywhere from like 23 to 35. Uh, you can make any argument for DeRozan in any of those spots, but I'm comfortable keeping him at 24. Is DeMar really good, though? Like, Of course whoa. he is. I mean, all right. His, he's, he probably has the best footwork of anybody since Kobe, I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's, he's just like offensively extremely talented. But it's he's just weird. Ter- he's terrible but, defensively, and he's not going to win you any games that matter. So like. Exactly. So Raptors fans were happy when they got rid of him because they said he is like, he stalled mm. at a certain point in the playoffs, I guess, all the time. Okay, got rid of him. Then what team did he go on after that? San Antonio. San Antonio. What did they, they do? Terrible. They did the same. They were terrible, like, though. Lol. But they were bad. Okay. They were terrible. He was on it. Now he's on Chicago. I think, was it last year, they were talking about MVP votes because this guy was like hitting game winners and stuff. But then in the end, yeah. I don't know. It's the same noth- same nothingness. I, but and this I year, gotta, here we are I don't again. know if that's entire. I don't know if that's entirely fair. The, the Toronto stuff is very fair. They never got beyond where they should have. A lot of the times, it was because of Demar's limitations. San Antonio, mm-hmm. yeah, San Antonio. He developed a lot as a passer, which I think was interesting. And then in Chicago, they were on track to be really good that first year, and then everybody got hurt. And now, you know, some people are back, some people they lost. And they just don't have it anymore. I don't know how much of that is fair to put on Demar. It's not like they're getting to the playoffs and he's choking. Like that was a specifically Toronto thing. I think he's just—I don't know. These last two stops have not felt on him. It's never. It's not his fault. That's not true. Toronto was definitely his fault. Just uh, Toronto, probably the first. But to everything say it. else just gets. Well, pass. San Antonio was bad. He went to San Antonio. They're a bad team. Ah, turn him good, bro. If you're the uh, he's not, he's, that's why he's 24, man. Yeah, he's, not, the, he's not doing it by himself. Top 15, top he's 10 guy. guy yeah. You need to, this is the NBA today though, man. You can't, you need to be, you need to have two of those guys in the top 25. You're going to be good. He had Levine. Levine was rocking last year. No, Levine is no. terrible, man. All he's, Damn, all he's good crazy. at is offense. He's terrible at everything else. He's a terrible so passer. He's a horrible defender. You need to be good at more than one thing in the NBA to be top 15. I didn't say top 15, but is Levine better than... Actually, I don't care. That's all right. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> almost got... Almost went down the Levine rabbit yeah, hole. I bet you my answer right. is no. Whatever That's, player you were going to say. <laughs> uh, all right. So we're at 24. Uh, we have one more player to go. So hold on. Let's just take a quick break and we'll come back with the worst 
the absolute worst of these best players. We'll be right back with more high and low. We are back. Uh, hey, man, we had a lively discussion during the break. <laughs> yes, we did. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I wish we could just share that with the, with the listeners. But hey, we're going to get into number 25, the worst of the best players. Let's start off with uh, Steven, who is number 25 on your list. Who's the worst player? So as I told you guys before, I kind of did it where I took away person who was 25 from last year um mm. which is Kawhi Leonard um I don't think he's mm. a top 25 NBA player anymore um I, agree. I know he's come back from his injury and he doesn't play all the games but even when he's playing he's not that impactful uh he's averaging 17 6 and 3 right now I think he's thinking about retirement like I don't see why mm. he needs to do more to elevate his game pay more in the offseason to work with different guys. I think, you know, he won enough rings. He was defensive-minded uh, before. He's not doing that anymore, man. He's just coasting. No. And just, you know, real life is hitting him. So, yeah, Kawhi is who I would take in away from the top 25 if I had him at the 25. What's his legacy if he if he retires next year? Better probably mm-hmm. than if he kept doing this. I still mm-hmm. think even if he... Uh, who was it that played when they were injury prone? I can't, I can't remember, but let's say let's say Paul Pierce, and he goes on and like Paul Pierce goes to another team and then has a you know the the oh, oh yeah, a, the farewell tour. A farewell tour yeah farewell tour and he's not able to play. I think Kawhi still we still remember he was a great player and he was great in most of the finals that he was in like every single game. Besides when he got hurt during like regular season or playoffs, I mean that guy's great. So I don't see why it would uh tarnish his career like how we think about him it shouldn't he has, yeah. his name his is legacy. the claw like he has a solid yeah when you have a nickname it's a rap you can't yeah and an earned nickname too yeah not a like i gave this to myself nickname and you have a video where you check in and lebron looking and shakes his head like oh no right like man that that video plus the four bounce shot against the sixers yeah those are two he, like like top tier and videos things. yeah He's like he's what Dame wishes he was. Hmm. Yeah, he's had he's had wow. an excellent career. You're right. He could hang it yeah. up tomorrow, and everybody would love him. I think. But yeah. I think the longer this goes on, ugh, like what exactly? What is he doing it for? Uh, but maybe maybe he's doing like, you know, like you just said. Oh, maybe that was on the break. We were talking about AD. Maybe just like saving him up for the playoffs, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think greatest example of mercenary basketball that we've ever seen. Oh man, absolutely. If if Kawhi's out of your yeah, 25, who's your, 25? Who's your 25th? Jimmy Butler. Sadly, Jimmy Butler. I mean, yeah, he deserves <laughs> to be in sadly? the top 25. Yeah, yeah. it's sadly cuz I have beef with um the whole Heat squad. <laughs> cuz they lied wow. to me. They told me and Sean told me the same thing <laughs> that if Bam Adebayo wasn't hurt in the bubble, they would have beaten us. And I've been okay. waiting for them to show me this stuff. And I haven't seen nothing in the past two years. So, yeah, Jimmy so, can be... So, Sean lied to you. Sean, and and, and um, Jimmy Butler. Coffee Jimmy, whatever his name was. Now, what is he? Dreadlocks Jimmy? I don't know what his name is. <laughs> <laughs> Talking about 
I wouldn't be able to stay in this league if it wasn't for uh, learning from LeBron's body LeBron. regimen. Yeah. <laughs> Bro, Jesus stay Jesus stay Jesus in this Christ. league. Come on. I've said everything I need to say about Udonis Haslam. The funniest oh, thing about Udonis Haslam is the Heat recently went to his high school where they retired his jersey. They mm. looked, I think it was Butler and a camera with a player, but oh, they yeah, looked up and they saw the last time his, his high school won like a state championship. It was like and 1946 it was like or something. The 30s and the 40s. <laughs> I was like, what is this? Like, you didn't win a state championship here? Yeah. No, he, no Jimmy Butler posts on IG. He's like, oh, congratulations on the high school championship. You must have done real well that year or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Okay, I mean, Butler, hey, Butler's a good pick. Donis Haslam is a Florida man. So, hey, you know, that, that, that says enough. But yeah, yeah, Butler, good pick. Okay, if I if I went about this the same way you did, Stephen, I, I might have had a different answer here. But because I went about keeping the original fifteen All NBA guys from last year, my number twenty five, who I don't really think should be in the top twenty five on this list, um, is CP three. Um, mm. He's just washed. You know, that's just it. He's just washed. He's old. He's done. He's cooked. Couple other guys like I might have I might have had Ant here or Laurie Markinen or someone I don't know, someone else I would have had someone else here maybe even Kyrie probably not but I like Kyrie for twenty fifth yeah um, see it's in the ballpark yeah CP three to me he's been washing I guess for the past two seasons it was all NBA last year <laughs> yeah because literally last year it was all NBA this year it just <sighs> fell off a cliff Paul. That's terrible. No. Thank you. Thank you, Stephen. Appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> Why the f I can't shoot three point shot? Like it. That brings us to the end of this episode of High and Low. So thank you, Mitch. Thank you, Stephen. Uh, subscribe to High and Low anywhere you find podcasts and make us a part of your weekly routine. Uh, and you know where to find us. We're on Instagram, we're on TikTok, Twitter, YouTube all those places links to those are on the show notes uh, so where can listeners find you sir mitch of house or Saudi? oh where can you find me um yeah raptors hq um writing about you know top 15 player pascal siakam um nice and uh yeah just doing my thing over at twitter at thirstyville uh the guest steven what's up uh you guys can find me at uh Esteban underscore Roy E-S-T-E-B-A-N underscore R-O-Y but that's it just chilling on Instagram liking and sharing stuff that's it let's leave it at that uh, once again music is by Live of the Enjoy Music Group you can find Live uh, not on TikTok but you can find them on Twitter and on Instagram at L-Y-V-E additional music is by Sonny Rockwell of the Goodness who you can find on TikTok actually he's at, actually no I'm just kidding you can't oh. find the guy anywhere uh, <laughs> Sound design is by Vaughn August. This is a Vaughn Abraham podcast, just in case you didn't know. So on behalf of Steven and Mitch, I'm Ike Amechi. Thank you for listening to High and Low, and we'll talk to you next week. 21, 21, 21, 21, 21, 21, 21, 21, 21, 21, 21, 21, 21, 21, 21, 21, 21, 21, 21, 21, 21, 21, 21, 21, 21, 21, 21, 21, 21, 21, 21, 21, 21